Hello, and welcome to Publishers Weekly Insider. I'm Mark Rotella, Senior Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, we take a look at the activism coming out of children's publishing in the form of illustrations and campaigns. We will talk with Holly McGee and Julie Burstein of the Raising Our Voices Today initiative. But first, we're joined by PW's very own associate children's book editor, Emma Cantor. Hello, Emma. So glad you could join us. Hello. So tell us about some of the activism you've been seeing in children's publishing community. We're definitely seeing a high level of social and political activism within the children's book community, and a few recent examples that come to mind are the Latinxes in Kidlet auction, which was started by a group of children's authors, librarians, and others in the industry to benefit Latinx youth affected mm. by the devastation of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. Mm. The event coincides with the one-year anniversary of the storm hitting on September 20th, and so far the response has been quite strong. Okay. Another recent development is the Raising Our Voices campaign, which was launched by author Julie Burstein mm-hmm. and Pippin Properties creative director Holly McGee. As part of the campaign, a number of children's illustrators offered to donate images for use as posters Mm -hmm. in protests against U.S. immigration policy. And the Raising Our Voices group also united to help get out the vote during the midterm elections. One other example that was launched this past June was the Kidlet Says No Kids in Cages campaign, a group of about 20 children's authors that rallied in response to U.S. border control and immigration policy, helping rally support and funds to help families separated at the southern border. Right. Wow, wonderful. So uh, is this new in the children's book community that you could tell? I mean, this this much activism? And if so, why now? Why do you think it's happening now? I don't think that it is a new phenomenon. We've seen this kind of grassroots activism in the community before in more inward-facing movements, such as the We Need Diverse Books and Own Voices movements, trying to promote more diverse literature and also a more diverse workforce. Yeah. And and so this is mostly being done by uh, children's books, authors, and illustrators. And is this across the spectrum from picture book illustrators to YA authors? Yes, it's really running the gamut. And I think that the children's book community as a whole, by nature of creating and promoting books for young people is a group that really thinks and cares deeply about what message it's sending out to young readers Mm -hmm. and therefore is very cognizant of the larger social and political impact of not only the written word, but their social activism. Have publishers been backing their authors and illustrators as far as you can tell? Yes, I believe so. Um, We're also seeing these themes come up in books being created for kids from picture books such as Juji Morales' Dreamers, which is based on her personal immigration story, and then also in 
new activism anthologies like Cheryl and Wade Hudson's We Rise, We Resist, We Raise Our Voices book and Angie Thomas's Black Lives Matter inspired novel. Right. And uh, these are forthcoming or books that have already come out? I know a couple of them have come out. Two of those are forthcoming, I believe, and and The Hate You Give is a recent example. Well, Emma, this is really great. Thank you so much. And I hope we can tap you again to uh, come on the show and talk about trends in children's books. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And this is Mark Rotella from PW Insider. We'll be right back. Beyond the headlines, beyond the routine, beyond the book, I'm Chris Keneally, host of Copyright Clearance and his podcast series, Beyond the Book. And I'm Andrew Albany, senior writer at Publishers Weekly. Join us each Friday for a publishing news week in review podcast unlike any other. Learn all the breaking news and catch the best analysis on developments in the book trade, copyright law, and much more. You already know business as usual. Now go Beyond the Book. Listen to the free series and subscribe at beyondthebook.com. Welcome back to PW Insider. I'm Mark Rotella, and we're joined by Holly McGee and Julie Burstein of the Raising Our Voices Today Activist Initiative. And they're going to talk about their new campaign that uh, leverages children's illustrations in an effort to get people to vote in this year's midterm election. Hello, Holly and Julie. Welcome to PW Insider. So nice to be here. Hi, Mark. It's great to be here. First, tell us about your backgrounds and how you two came together. Well, this is Julie. I'm a radio producer and live events producer. I've worked for public radio for a long, long time. And I met Holly when I was moderating a panel on children's books um, here in Maplewood, where we both live. And um, we became friends right after that. And I'm a literary agent and a writer, and um, the panel was about uh, collaborating on picture books. And um, later, a few years later, Julie wrote to me. She saw a posting I made on social media about the Families Belong Together March by Adele Rodriguez. And it was um, a takeoff on Goya's Saturn Devouring His Children painting in which um, um, a child was being eaten by a grown-up. And she contacted me and said, would you like to get together and have illustrators contribute protest posters for a Families Belong Together March in June? And um, from there, maybe Julie, tell them how we built the site. Well, it was it was right at the time when we were all learning that the administration was separating families um, who were coming f- and seeking refugee status. And like so many people, I was horrified, and I know, Holly, you were too. And Edel's poster just galvanized me because I realized these images could say something so much more powerful than any words that I could come up with. And so both Holly and I sprung into action. I built a website and Holly reached out to all of her extraordinary um, contacts within the artist world. And within a week, I think, we had several posters and I had a website built and Holly's husband, Michael, had figured out how to print these things out 
at Staples. They can be printed anywhere. And we were launched. And thanks to Publishers Weekly, people heard of us because after I took one sign to a local march here in Montclair, New Jersey, Publishers Weekly picked up on the story and shared it. And within a couple of weeks, more than a thousand people had downloaded these extraordinary images and were carrying them at protests all around the country and all around the world. We have pictures of people in Tokyo carrying these extraordinary posters. Yeah, and the site was launched the weekend of ALA in New Orleans, where um, a, a client of uh, Pippin Properties, my agency, Erin Entrada Kelly, received the Newberry Medal. And she is also an artist, and she contributed one of our most um, popular posters. Which is so heartbreaking and beautiful. It's just a poster of a little girl, and in her hand she holds what looks like it could be a straighten to a balloon or it could be a chain and at the end of this there's a balloon that's lost all of its buoyancy and is almost at the ground and it just has on it the word asylum and even just describing it gives me the shivers because it's just so beautiful and communicates so powerfully what I think so many of us were feeling which was these are people who are just seeking asylum and we should be we should be caring for them we shouldn't be tearing the families apart and that's a wonderful image. Uh, it reminds me of the movie The Red Balloon, which was um, you know, full of hope and about a child chasing this balloon. And here is this deflated balloon, um, all lost of hope. How did you know that interest uh, and momentum was getting picked up? On our website, we can track how many people click on the PDFs. Everything at RaisingOurVoices.today is free to download and print. And so we can see how many people are going to the different images that we've shared and downloading them. And, you know, we can't be entirely certain that they're printing them, but my assumption is once they've been downloaded, they're probably being used. And so now it's been several months and we've had more than 2,000 downloads. And even with our most recent campaign, which is just 10 days old, we've had hundreds of people going and downloading the postcards for our new campaign, which is a campaign to urge our friends and neighbors to vote. And it's very simple. It just says, Dear Neighbor, Please Vote. And it's these extraordinary images by wonderful illustrators that you can download as a lawn sign or as postcards and give to your neighbors or share with your neighbors. And I want to talk about that a little bit, about the uh, inspiration for uh, this new initiative on yours, and which was conducted, it came from a, a study conducted by the Sister District Action Network. Can you tell us a little bit about what spurred you both on to campaign for Get Out the Boat? Well, so much research these days shows that many, many people do not vote, and especially don't vote in midterms. And so Holly and I gathered together this summer after the Where Are the Children campaign, which is sad to say it's still something we need to be doing, the Where Are the Children campaign, because many families are still separated and many children are still incarcerated. But we tried to think about, all right, where do we go from here? And we realized that 
encouraging people to vote in a nonpartisan way was really important. And I had seen the research from the Sisters District, which showed that a handwritten postcard or piece of mail encouraged people to register to vote. And so we're hoping that the same may be true for actually going to vote. And so with this new campaign, Holly, you want to talk about reaching out to some of your friends and and clients who created images for us uh, for that campaign? Sure. Um, You know, it is interesting with the Families Belong Together March, we saw that these posters could say things that we couldn't say with words and and they made such an impact, such striking visual graphic images. And we were captured by Getty um, during that march. And so we thought, what can we do to remind people and to have kids remind people who are of voting age to go out and make a difference by raising their voice? What can we do through raising our voices today for that? And, you know, part of our mission, like one of the hallmarks of what we're trying to do is no money exchanges comes through raising our voices today. Everything is donated. All the images are free. And the other point is it's completely focused on children. And we thought, what better way than to have a child hand-delivering a postcard to a neighbor to say, dear neighbor, please vote. And that sort of multiplies in in a broader way because everybody is our neighbor. Um, And the word neighbor is symbolic for, you know, we're here, we're all humans here together. We're all brothers and sisters. We're all neighbors. We all need to vote. And for to have a child delivering this message was um, just so moving. And and I reached out to 10 or 12 children's illustrators, some people we represent at Pippin Properties, but many of them we don't. Some people came to Raising Our Voices through Instagram. And we thought, what a great and gentle way to get the message out about voting these signs don't look like anything else. They're like children's illustration, and they're, they're a kind and gentle way in this very divisive time to say, remind you that as small as you may feel your part is, it makes a difference, and we need to get the percentage of eligible voters higher and higher and actually make, you know, say, take an action. And this is the best way for us to raise our voices, which is the name of our site, RaisingOurVoices.today. And one of the things that just touched me was the beauty of these images. Um, I'm looking at one right now by Pascal Lemaitre, which is just a young child holding this beautiful heart. And at the top of the heart, there's a tiny little bird. And it just says, Dear Neighbor, Please vote on November 6th. And for those of us who have been really deep into the the idea of the midterm elections, we already know that November 6th is that date, but not everybody remembers that. And I, I'm imagining these postcards, a child will hand it to you, you'll put it on your refrigerator, and it'll be this wonderful reminder that this is the day that we get to raise our voices as citizens in the United States. 
What a wonderful idea. So we've got about a month and a half left until November 6th. What do you see happening uh, between now and then? Do you have any plans for the website for you guys in getting it out? I know, as you talked about, there was a gathering in Montclair, New Jersey, uh, which is where I'm from and a neighboring town of yours. What do you see happening in the next six weeks? Well, one thing that's very exciting is since Publishers Weekly ran the first article, many, many lawn signs have been downloaded and it takes two weeks for them to arrive in the mail if you go through Staples. So we're just beginning to see them popping up and yards across the country and over 150 have been downloaded. So we hope that people will take pictures of their lawn signs, send them into us. We will post them on our site. We're using a couple of different hashtags. Um, hashtag, please vote November 6th. No, vote November 6th. Hashtag, dear neighbor, please vote. And hashtag, raising our voices. So we're hoping that the word spreads, more and more people order, and that they also download postcards and have postcard parties. Um, Julie, we're what day is our one at the library next week? Our postcard party is on the 26th, and it's here at the Maplewood Library, and it's for parents and children, and especially for children. And we're actually hoping children not only will write notes on the backs of these beautiful postcards, but also create their own artwork that says, Dear Neighbor, Please Vote on November 6th. And we've also received inquiries from organizations all across the country who want to share these postcards like um, a wonderfully named group in Oregon that I can't completely give you the full name, but I'll bleep out myself the, the part that I can't say, which is Nasty Women Get Bleep Done. And they reached out to us and said, we can't use the four packs that we print out. We, we have each of the postcards on, we have four of them per page. You can even print them out on your own home printer. Um, number 67 paper works really well for that. It's stiff enough to even send through the mail, but it's flexible enough to go through your printer. They couldn't use the four images, so we sent them PDFs for each individual image. We're happy to do that for anyone who wants that. And so all over the country, what we hope is people will gather because part of this is about not feeling so alone, realizing we're together in this, in this idea that together we can make change, together we can raise our voices. And I think we had a postcard writing party here at our library last summer, and there was just... For the families the, belong together. Yeah. Yes, for the families belong together postcards to send to children who were incarcerated. And the feeling in that room was so wonderful. It was one of the most powerful experiences I've had in a long time. Children and their caregivers all gathering together because they were caring for people they had never even met. And so this is a way that we can all care for our democracy, which is to encourage each other to vote. Well, I am looking forward to uh, being handed my first postcard. And it sounds <laughs> like a wonderful initiative. Thank you. We, we, we hope it spreads wide and far. We've been talking with Holly McGee and Julie Burstein of Raising Our Voices today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks for having us today. Thank you so much. 
I'm Mark Rotella, Senior Editor at Publishers Weekly. Be sure to subscribe to PW Insider on iTunes, and we'll see you next week.